The following podcast contains graphic discussion of true crimes laced with foul language and tipsy banter that may be offensive and disturbing to some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. in Cork. This is Jen and it's really only Jen today because Rebecca's out vacationing with her family where she should be but that leaves me here lonesome in the studio. Well not really lonesome actually. I have a special guest today. We'll get to that in a minute but I just want to say I hope Rebecca's having a great time and um it's not going to be the same without her today. But anyway I'm here. I didn't get to go away. I'm stuck here. So I might as well hang with you, but you know what? That's fine by me. So let's just get on with our wine of the day today because today's wine of the day is not our ordinary kind of wine. Um, I'm not gonna be drinking it out of a glass. In fact, I'm not gonna be drinking it at all. That's because this week's wine of the day is actually, get ready for this, wine ice cream. Believe it or not, there is such a thing. And let me tell you, it is freaking delicious. So this week, I've had the pleasure of trying four flavors from our friends at Mercer's Dairy in Bloomville, New York. And since I was in a caring is sharing kind of mood this week, I did let Hubby try all four flavors because he loves ice cream and he likes wine. And let's face it, they go together and so do we. So since Rebecca's I'm not here and I'm, you know, was feeling a little lonely. I've invited my husband, Jonathan, into the studio today to join us for a little bit so we can chat because we got to talk about this wine ice cream. So Jonathan, say hi to everybody. Hello. How's everyone doing? Yeah. Okay. I just want to point out that my husband is like the most polite person in the whole wide world. Okay. <laughs> so just want to let you know that ahead of time because when he starts talking you're going to be like what is going on <laughs> why how are these two together okay anyway so yeah so mercer's dairy in bloomville new york they call their wine ice cream the ultimate pairing and at first we didn't know what to expect right right we did not know what to expect like wine ice cream and everything but let me tell you this is like one of my new favorite things totally I just have to say, when you said somebody was sending you wine ice cream, I was like, what? I, uh, <laughs> I was like, what kind of like a gimmicky type of thing is Yes, it? you did. You had no faith in the ice cream. No. You just did it because, I mean, like when you think about it, it's like wine and cream, not yeah. really, you know, you don't really think of it going together. No. Okay. But we were pleasantly oh. surprised. I have to say... It is the best it, ice cream. Right, I, right. I mean, this puts ice cream 
companies that you could buy. Yeah, well-known ice cream companies. From the store to shame. Yes. I mean, this was unbelievable. They make their own ice cream. And this wine ice cream that they have is like, uh. it's it's like their, like their thing. This is, this is why people go to this place, among other reasons. But this is like, they go to have this wine ice cream. And let me tell you something. Oh, my God. I'm so, we, all right. So, we cleared through all four pints yeah. in, like, no time. And what the great part about this is, is um, Rebecca actually mentioned this place to me. She is um, actually vacationing up in the Adirondacks, and she had told me about this place. She passes by when she's going up there, and honestly, we, like, you know, could not have been happier with this yeah. it was so good so i'm so glad we got to try it so we're see we're still tied in even though she's not here we're still tied <laughs> in because i'm sure she hit it up along the way she told me she was going to so we're going to talk about it on another show but we're going to talk about the four that we um tasted this week okay so we're going to tempt your taste buds by sharing the flavors that we had the pleasure of trying this week. So the first one was chocolate Cabernet. Yeah. Okay. So as soon as Jonathan heard chocolate, it was <laughs> like he knew like it was going to be over. Anyway, so with the chocolate Cabernet, they unite a Cabernet wine that's filled with dry cherry and cassis notes with their homemade chocolate ice cream filled with bits of bittersweet chocolate morsels. Okay, so red wine and chocolate are two, the, those two things are like one of my favorite mm -hmm. pairings. Yeah, right? definitely. So it was no surprise that this one worked at all. Mm -hmm. it was, this was the first wine ice cream that, you know, we tried. This is the first wine ice cream right. I ever had. And so it was, I'm so glad, like, <laughs> we tried this one because, I mean, how good was that? Uh, I mean, if you're a ice cream fanatic... <laughs> Once you taste this, forget it. Forget Not it. even ice cream, but if you're a, a wine, wine fanatic, yeah, yeah. these two paired so well together. And it yeah. was creamy, uh, but you tasted like the essence of the did. wine. And with the chocolate chips, oh my God, it was so good. Like, I just want to eat another one right now. All right, so the next one we tried was the red raspberry Chardonnay, which <laughs> is made with oak-aged Chardonnay, known for its delicate nose and buttery smooth taste, and they paired it with fresh red raspberries. Now, you're not a white wine drinker. No. At all. Mm -mm. Okay, you like your reds. So, you were a little skeptical about how this one was going to taste. But, what happened? Uh, again, I mean... It's, I, I just, there's no words for it. <laughs> it's like the best ice cream. There are no words, people. There are no words. No, it really was delicious because the Chardonnay was a little tart, but with the red raspberry, that was a little tart. And then like a sweet cream. It was like a sweet cream ice cream. Oh my God. It was delicious, delicious. Okay. So then we tried the lemon sparkling. For this one, Mercer's uncorked a bubbly Prosecco known for its notes of Meyer lemon and perfectly paired it with bits of lemon zest throughout. Now this one, you 
you know what this would be great for? Like after a nice comforting but heavy meal, you're having like, you just want a little something sweet to eat. Having a little bit of this ice cream, mm -hmm. what it is, it's like so refreshing. It's like yeah. so palate cleansing. Yeah. Yeah. It was really good. Just a hint of lemon. It was like a lemony chiffon. Right. Type of taste. It was. <laughs> You're so funny. He's speechless. Yep. He's speechless. Oh, I'm so glad I had you on today. Thanks. You're, you're really you're doing a swell job here. All right. Anyway. All right. So now let's talk about my personal favorite. Okay. We're saving the best for last. So it was called Spice. And this is where they they make it from a fragrant red mulled wine known for its moderate sweetness balanced with the warmth of cinnamon, nutmeg, and cloves. So if you're a pumpkin spice fanatic like I am, you know, you know, I cannot wait. Fall for me starts. The official beginning of fall is when... You know, the pumpkin spice right. lattes come out and pumpkin spice everything. I'm a junkie like that. So if you like that stuff, then you're going to love, 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 love this one. Right? Oh, yeah. This was like um, perfect over pie. Yeah. Um, this, it was just, just delicious. I'm going to admit, I, remember I gave you a little bit and then I'm like, all right, I'm going to eat the rest mm -hmm. of the pint. And then I pretty much went and ate the whole pint. Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Anyway, um, yeah. Well, you really like have enlightened us today. Uh, oh. Thanks for stopping in and saying nothing. <laughs> Some co-host, you are you are not the Ryan to my Kelly. Okay, let's just put it that way. Yeah. No, I'm happy you're here. All right, so yeah, so seriously, if you love wine, if you love ice cream, you got to definitely give Mercer's Dairy a try because you will love it. Yeah. So good. Um, Jonathan just found one problem with it. And what was that? Unfortunately, we don't live right next door to the dairy. I know if we only lived right next door to the dairy, but good thing we don't because we yeah. would not be able to get like in and out of our house no. to like, because we'd be eating this all day long. But listen, if you're lucky enough to live in upstate New York, you can visit their store in Bloomville whenever you want. Um, we're very jealous. But even if you're not in the area, it doesn't matter because you can place an order right from their website. All you have to do is visit mercersdairy.com for more information and to place an order. Now the ice cream comes thoughtfully shipped in a disposable cooler full of dry ice. And if you're a child at heart like me, <laughs> yeah. okay, as soon as I put the ice cream in the freezer, I put that dry ice to work, okay? I had like science experiments going all over on the kitchen, right? I'm fucking like, big all different size vases right to put the dry i mean it was awesome i was like making all the the smoke all over trying to make it like a nightclub right in our kitchen yeah <laughs> i didn't really succeed but i mean it was fun all right anyway so you scared yeah the cats though they were like <laughs> yeah i did scare the cats a little they did not appreciate my like you know diy nightclub 
scene, but you know what? Look, they're cats. They don't know what they're doing. Okay, so anyway, getting back to the ice cream. Yeah, so it comes with dry ice, so you get like a prize too mm -hmm. with the ice cream, okay? So um, again, mercerdairy.com to place your order. They have 10 flavors of wine ice cream to choose from in addition to 20 flavors of traditional ice cream, which I'm sure are also delicious, but you know, look, I, I'm going for the wine yeah. ice cream. I mean, like, let's face it, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? All right. So anyway, thank you so much to Ruthie and our friends at Mercer's Dairy for providing us with our very fun and tasty wine of the day for episode 18. Cheers. All right. All right. Well, thank you, my love, for joining <laughs> me today into the in the studio. Yes. That was fun. I'm so glad that you uh, enjoyed the ice cream I as did. well. I did. All oh right. So... Go enjoy the rest of your time now. All right. While I get back at it, <laughs> our friends here. All right. All right. Bye bye. 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 All right. He's so cute, isn't he? He is. He's just so adorable. Everyone says he's so nice, and you know what? He really is nice, so I lucked out. Anyway, um, okay, so as I mentioned, Rebecca is not here today. She's up in the Adirondacks area. Of, um, that leaves me here. And because we wanted to, like, you know, keep it all tied together, um, I'm going to talk to you um, about that area today. Normally, we talk about a murder or a crime that happened or, you know, a serial killer. But today, I'm actually going to be talking about a place. Now, since Rebecca's vacation, up in the Adirondacks, I was thinking that I would, um, you know, do a little research and talk about a place that I have picked that's kind of been in the um, headlines in the last few years. So I thought I would talk to everyone today about the Clinton Correctional Facility. Now, when I start talking about it, it's going to sound more familiar to you. So the Clinton Correctional Facility is a maximum security state prison for men located in the village of Dannemora, New York, sometimes referred to as Dannemora, although its name is derived from its location in Clinton County. And it's also sometimes referred to as New York's Little Siberia due to the cold climate in Dannemora and the isolation in the upstate area. And I don't live that upstate in New York, although I do. And I totally get that sort of like isolation feeling. Um, we're not quite that isolated, but I totally get it. So I can see why they would call it that. Um, it's also the largest maximum security prison and the third oldest prison in New York. It at one time housed the New York State death row for men and it housed and still houses some of the most notorious inmates. So I got a lot of information for my piece today from a website called correctionalhistory.org which was created by a historical society whose mission is to quote pursue preserve and promote the history of correction services in New York who knew there would be such an enthusiastic uh, group of devotees of New York correction history I am thankful for this website um, it might not be the most user friendly thing to navigate but it certainly does provide a lot of information I must say and it really helped me do my research but who knew that um you know there was this group of people devoted to this 
All right, anyway, back in 1844, this prison originally served as a site where prisoners were used to supply labor to local mines in both Danamora and nearby Lion Mountain. That year, the legislature passed an act for the establishment of a prison for the purpose of employing the convicts in mining and the manufacture of iron, together with the manufacture of such articles from iron as are principally imported from foreign countries. And that whole last part was quoted if you hadn't already guessed that because I couldn't have come up with all of that myself. Anyway, so let me tell you about Ransom Cook. So Ransom Cook is a Saratoga County inventor and jack of all trades. He was commissioned to survey the North Country mineral regions and obtain proposals for the sale of mines. Cook recommended a site near the Saranac River and 17 1,500 was used to buy the mine and 200 acres of land. So with inflation, that would be about 480,000 today. So a pretty good deal, I'd say. However, um, you know, you want to look at it there. Um, so Cook became interested in the prison project and gave his own recommendations for the building of the institution. He was then appointed Clinton's first warden and agent. Now, on June 3rd, 1845, Clinton's first 50 prisoners arrived in shackles, ankle chains, and stripes. Three weeks later, 44 convicts arrived from Auburn, another prison in New York, actually the second ever New York State prison. So Cook had also traveled to Sing Sing, which is another infamous New York prison, to personally select the first prisoners, and he looked for robust health and physical strength. Now, he was looking for workers, too, so he needed big, strong guns to work those mines. But what a strange thing, right? Like, when I read that, I was like, you know, it's almost like an audition for a show or something. It's like, okay, number 45, step forward. Number 89, number 76, also step forward, right? And then it's like, okay, front row, you made it, back row, thanks for trying, but you're not the right fit, right? It's like very strange, I thought, I don't know. All right, but anyway, a section of the first cell block was made ready for occupancy. Other buildings were also erected. Oh, hello, Mitch. So one of my, Mitch, my uh, big fat cat just came in and every time he comes through a door it sounds like a ghost is squeaking it so hello Mitch thanks for joining me today I'm getting lots of love all right so a section of the first cell block was made ready for occupancy other buildings were also erected including a kitchen a blacksmith shop a steam sawmill ore buildings and an iron and brass foundry tools and implements to make their own steam engines and other machinery were obtained and a lion mountain mine was opened this enterprise was not profitable however and by 1877, mining had ended. The prisoners were put to work on other trades. As the population grew and more prisoners were housed there, in 1887, authorities had new 60-foot high walls built, which still stand. 
1892, the first prisoner was executed in the electric chair at the prison, beginning the practice of capital punishment at Clinton Correctional. This execution method, by the way, was conceived in 1881 by a Buffalo, New York dentist named Alfred Southwick, which makes perfect sense because most dentists were straight up sadists back then, and that doesn't surprise me at all. So, anyway, 26 men were executed between 1892 and 1913. During this period of time, many prisoners who suffered from tuberculosis were cured due in part to the clean air in the Adirondacks. And I'm telling you, when people come up to visit, the first thing they do is they say how like sleepy they are because the air here is so pure. It's just like, it is. It's I feel like it's healing. So, it's curing tuberculosis apparently um, because antibiotics were not available back then to treat this fatal disease, but the Adirondack air did, so we're grateful for that, I guess. Alright, so prisoners diagnosed with this disease were transferred here from other prisons, so I think it's pretty safe to assume that Clinton is also a haunted place because everyone knows that if a facility was the site of a major tuberculosis outbreak, it just automatically becomes haunted. Am I right, or what? Or maybe I just watched too many of those like ghost hunter shows, I don't know, but if it wasn't tuberculosis, then perhaps it was haunted because, you know, it also housed insane people. Another oftentimes reason a place is haunted, right? So in 1899, the Dannemora State Hospital was built on the grounds to house prisoners who became insane while serving their sentence, which, let's face it, had to have happened a lot. I can almost guarantee I would have been there for sure. Um, these prisoners were retained in the mental health facility if they remained insane following the completion of their sentence and miraculously everyone was cured and became completely sane again. Um, in July 1929, 1,300 prisoners at Clinton set fire to buildings and stormed the walls in a mass breakout attempt. They captured guards holding them hostage and locking one in an active broiler. Three prisoners were shot and killed and 20 more injured by guards and staff who used hand grenades, tear gas, machine guns, and shotguns to quell the uprising to drive inmates back to their cell blocks. The riot was caused by poor conditions, overcrowding, and longer sentences from new legislation, according to historical documents. It caused $200,000 in damage, which is over $2.5 million today, for sure, and took and it also took over 15 years to rebuild from that damage. So you could just imagine how crazy that was. So coupled with the riots at other facilities such as Auburn, um, that led to prison reform in New York State. And included in this was the construction of schools in the prison and updating the facilities to modern standards. The Church of St. Dismas, the Good Thief, ironically, is a Roman Catholic church built in 1941 at Clinton Correctional Facility. Because of its location inside the walls of the prison, the church is not open to the public, but it was added to the National Register of Historical Places in 1991 as a significant structure. So there you go. In the latter half of the 20th century, at a time when severe sentencing and the drug war in 
increase, the number of persons incarcerated, the prison's mental institutions closed and were converted into an annex to house more prisoners. All right. So after the 1929 riots, another infamous escape attempt made the headlines. So this is the one that I'm sure you're all pretty much aware of. Shortly after 11 p.m. on Friday, June 5th, 2015, inmates Richard Matt and David Sweet escaped from the facility by slipping through holes they had cut in the back walls of their cells in the honor block at Clinton Correctional Facility. Matt was serving 25 years to life and Sweet was serving life without parole, both for murder. The two prisoners had dug a tunnel out of the prison with tools obtained from two cooperating prisoners employees, Joy Mitchell and Jean Palmer. Using pipes as hands and footholds, Sweet and Matt descended three tiers through a narrow space behind their cells to the prison's subterranean level. There they navigated a labyrinth of dimly lit tunnels and squeezed through a series of openings in walls and a steam pipe along a route that they had prepared over the previous three months. A note was left behind on the pipe the two escapees had cut to escape reading have a nice day with a smiley face at midnight they emerged from a manhole onto a village of Danamora street a block outside the prison wall sweet and matt had accomplished a remarkable feat the first escape from the high security section of clinton in more than 100 years the escape was elaborate and has been compared to the escape made in the Shawshank Redemption, which is the story by Stephen King that was also made into the major motion picture with Tim Robbins and... Uh Oh, Morgan Freeman. There we go. Great movie. Um, anyway, a correction officer conducting the morning count discovered Sweets and Matt's empty cells at 5.17 a.m. on Saturday, June 6th. An hour later, after the entire prison had been searched, they were declared missing. A manhunt was launched by the New York State Police involving, at times, more than 1,300 officers from local, state, federal, and Canadian law law enforcement agencies. A U.S. Customs and Border Protection officer fatally shot Matt, who was armed in the town of Malone on June 26, 2015. Sweet was apprehended on June 23, 2015, when after failing to comply with an order to halt, he was shot and wounded by a state police sergeant in the town of Constable. So this escape and three-week manhunt disrupted and brought fear to the communities and residents throughout the region. The search for Sweet and Matt cost New York State approximately $23 million in state law enforcement overtime. The costs incurred by federal and local agencies and other states and countries are not included in this total. New York State spent an additional 573000 on repairs to the prison and additional security measures. I read the entire Inspector General's report that was 
was released about a year later and it proved to be very interesting and informative. The report noted the failure of 20 individual correctional employees, both civilian and uniformed. Other than Palmer and Mitchell, no criminal charges were brought against any prison employees. So it was really crazy how, you know, the the prison employees were involved in this whole um, plan here. And seriously, um, it's just a, such a, a crazy story to have happened. Um, not after a hundred years is incredible. So in 2018, the story of the escape was adapted into a seven part television miniseries for Showtime called Escape at Denimora. It's directed by Ben Stiller. It stars Benicio Del Toro as Matt. Paul Dano is sweet who is um, such a great actor. Um, I've seen him in so many things and I love everything he's done. Um, so he plays Sweet and Patricia Arquette as Mitchell, who is making her rounds on this sort of like notorious criminal um, miniseries circuit, right? Because she's also now playing Dee Dee Blanchard, the mother of Gypsy Rose Blanchard, who we all know was made sick by her mom and so she killed her. Alright, so anyway, if you have not seen this miniseries, Escape at Denimora. I highly recommend it. Um, it's really great acting and directing and it was up for a bunch of awards. So definitely check it out. All right. So there you have it, folks. A brief history of the Clinton Correctional Facility. And um, yeah, we got a short but sweet uh, episode, but we wanted to get one in this week. So there you have it. All right. So before I end, I just wanted to say how much we appreciate the support from our listeners. Um, if you haven't subscribed to our podcast channel, it's so simple to do. Go, just go to castbox.fm. It's the top podcast um, website and search for Crimes Uncorked. And once you get to our channel, just click the subscribe button at the top of the page and you'll never miss an update when we post new episodes. And also let us know how we're doing by leaving a comment in the comment section. Um, you can also shoot us an email at crimesuncorked at gmail.com. If you have any ideas for a story you'd like us to cover, just let us know. Um, thank you again for tuning into this episode, episode number 18. Um, Rebecca, can't wait for you to come back and join me here in the studio. It's just not the same without you. And again, a special thanks to our friends at Mercer's Dairy for providing us with our delicious wine ice cream of the day. It was super duper yummy and I really can't wait to try the other flavors so whether it's the kind you drink from a glass or eat with a spoon as long as there's crime there's gotta be wine bye everyone we'll catch you next time